Hello, hello, and welcome, everybody. It's Dr. Bear again for another exciting and hopefully, you know, informative show for you today. Today, I have a cool topic, something that's more kind of in, in, in tune with the actual season that's approaching, summer, of course. It's about weight loss. Before we get into that, let's kind of give a shout out to everybody out there listening. Number one, all those listeners around the world on the Afro Vibes Radio Network waves, peace out, one love. Thank you all for tuning in to the uh, Dr. Barry Health and Wellness Connection. Also, all the listeners out there on the SoundClouds, appreciate the listen. Um, hopefully, you're getting a lot, you know, some good information from this show. And if you have any questions, definitely, guys, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Definitely on the Instagrams at Dr. Barry MD. That's D R B A R Y M D. You can also find me on my blog. I have an interesting blog that I put online. There's some articles here and there regarding health and wellness. Also, put my podcast on there as well in case you uh, want to re listen or you miss the show, you want to catch me later. Check me out. <clears throat> the blog is called controlyourweight.com. That's www.controlyourweight.com. Again, controlyourweight.com. Also, I'm on Facebook. Um, Facebook address www.facebook.com slash next level weight loss. And that weight is spelled normally. Again, any for anyone looking out for information, don't hesitate to reach out. Again, so today's show is about weight loss and some quick tips, you know, how to lose some weight, especially for the upcoming summer season. I think upcoming, at least this period is known amongst the health community as a cutting season, if you will. Meaning people are trying to tone up and be able to shed some extra pounds because they have a summer trips planned and they want to kind of, you know, wear a little less clothing. So um, right now is a popular time. People are trying to get those diets refined and trying to really power through to really kind of get those benefits they've been craving for the upcoming summer uh, season. So a lot of people have been asking me, hey, Dr. Barry, what can I do? I mean, I'm really trying to get these weights, extra 5, 10 pounds down, and I'm really looking at ways I can quickly limit these, these pounds without really doing too much. And I have a couple of tips that hopefully will help you and you know, maybe if you know someone, you can maybe let them know, you know, maybe we talk about it and see if they can help them. But I've had a lot of success with folks who've tried some of these methods. I think you probably will get some benefit from them as well. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. So I think the first thing I always tell folks, especially, you know, for all my people who live, especially in America and other countries where soda is very popular and easy to access. The main thing you can do to lose weight is to stop drinking sugary drinks. Um, just the um, intense calorie um, containing, uh, basically the large amount of calories in these drinks is really detrimental and can really pack on the pounds unsuspectingly. Um, so, for instance, let's think about a soda. A simple soda, according to the USDA website, which we researched earlier, is about 92 calories. That's for 8 ounces, right? So, the typical person goes to an establishment, gets a soda in addition to their meal, Soda is about, usually about 16 ounces for the small size, right? That's about 200 calories. Now, of course, people, you know, like to go to the, you know, restaurant. And they'll supersize that drink, of course, because, hell, it's only 10 cents more, right? That supersize typically runs about 32 ounces. So a typical supersized regular calorie soda can literally be up to 400 calories. 
And that, in addition to whatever you've eaten, especially if it's some sort of fast food, especially like a burger and fry combo, which by itself is about 1,500 calories. I mean, you consume about 2,000 calories in one sitting. Most people normally should be eating about 2,000, 2,500 calories, depending on your size and activity level. So you can see one simple way to shave calories, even if you're going to have that burger, is to just take water with it. You know, things like that are, are things you can do, especially... If you're someone who sees yourself drinking a lot of soda, people who are known to have been drinking at least eight to ten sodas a day, and you know a lot of people do that, unfortunately, um, they're you know unfortunately have a very difficult time on the weight loss because those sodas are so much have so much extra calorie and calories in them that um, invariably aren't burned and tend to turn up as fat. Now, this is also a culprit. I mean, this is also something that's people who like to consume those delicious coffee beverages at your local <laughs> at your local coffee shops. <clears throat> those drinks like lattes and macchiatos and all the other fancy sounding French uh, <laughs> sounding drinks, while they taste delicious admittedly, are notoriously high in calories and are very dangerous to be consumed in high quantities. A simple 8 ounce latte that you get at your typical coffee shop has about 110 calories, and that's one that's modestly uh, made. Now, most people like to get the venti size, and they'll throw extra whipped cream and extra syrup shots and everything else. Before you know it, you're looking at it very easily, three to 400 calorie beverage. This is, of course, addition to your, you know, standard bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, or pancakes, stack of pancakes and bacon, or whatever high-calorie meal that is popular amongst breakfast uh, uh, users. And, of course, you can see the calories packing up pretty quickly. Now, of course, while a stack of pancakes and a side of bacon are pretty high in calorie content themselves, simply eliminating that very, very sugary drink and that latte and replacing it with a simple coffee, which is literally about six calories if you drink it black like I do, which people call me weird for anyway. But either way, simply taking away those sugary drinks can be a substantial way of saving yourself from consuming excess calories. So that's one of the first tips I give people, especially if you're someone who really doesn't want to do much of anything besides just change some minor dietary discretions that'll make the biggest impact. And sugary drinks, sorry, eliminating sugary drinks can be one of the easiest ways to literally shed pounds without even trying. Most people literally, if they're drinking about 8 to 10 um, 12 ounce cans of soda a day, which is pretty rare, but I mean, hopefully, well, it used to be, well, I hope it's pretty rare. Unfortunately, I do know a lot of people who do do this kind of heavy soda intake. That's literally about, that's literally about a thousand calories just in itself, about eight to 10, uh, 12 ounce cans of soda. Now imagine that over many weeks and a pound is about 3,700 calories roughly. Uh, you can see how it would be very easy to pack on the pounds by, just by simply consuming large amounts of, of sodas. So that being said, stay away from sugary drinks. Easy way to lose weight, especially if you're trying to lose weight quickly and it's something that's very heavily part of your diet. The, the weight will literally fall off uh, by simply eliminating that habit. Alrighty, moving on. Now, another thing that's also very often neglected and something that people unfortunately don't pay enough attention to as part of, as part of the daily routine is making sure they're getting enough sleep. I, I cannot stress enough the benefits of sleep, and we're going to do a whole show on that pretty soon, but uh, 
sleep and sound is something that's so important when it comes to wellness and making sure your body's functioning at a high level. <clears throat> now, sleep, of course, has so many important uses, but especially when it comes to weight loss, it's actually very important because, number one, it helps regulate your metabolism. Uh, metabolism is something that's very, very critically managed, medical, uh, a critical part of the whole um, wellness and getting that tuned correctly. And sleep is something that helps your body manage its bodily functions, including its metabolism, more efficiently. People who sleep more tend to have better functioning organs. That's something that's been proven by scientific research, both helping with reduction of overall inflammation, which is something that also has been known to be associated with so many different illnesses. But it's even been shown scientifically that people who rested lost more fat off of their weight loss than those who were sleep deprived. This is a study at the University of Chicago. Um, and those who sleep deprived even lost more muscle mass. <clears throat> the key is that with sleep, your body is something that uses sleep to help it regulate its metabolic functions. In fact, they're actually controlled by the same sections of the brain, that's sleep and metabolism. So it's, it's very important that when those body functions are being managed, the brain is able to function at its highest levels of efficiency. And that's something that it can do when it's well rested. <clears throat> and this, this also explains why sleeping well can help minimize stress. Because, you know, when you're sleeping well, your stress levels just naturally fall due to reduction in cortisol and inflammation and other inflammatory mediators we talked about earlier. So sleep is so important and it's something that, if not done regularly, can definitely inhibit your body's ability to function, reduce your overall performance and whatever physical activity you're trying to do or even or even mental activity you're trying to engage in, be it at work and so forth. So um, I cannot stress enough the importance of making sure you're well-rested so that you can function well. And the great thing about rest is that people who don't rest well or have trouble resting, a good idea is to get active. So getting a workout in before you go to bed or something or you know, getting some time in during the day helps your body ex get rid of all that excess stress and anxiety that may be preventing you from sleeping on days <clears throat> that you don't work out. So again, another very important thing that anyone who's serious about getting some of the excess weight off can do is you know, getting enough sleep. And that means, just to clarify the times, at least what the latest data is showing, Kids definitely need a lot more sleep, usually between 10 and 12 hours of sleep. Um, that's usually kids, again, between 8 to 16. Typically those 17 and up can typically go between 6 to 8 hours a day. Um, and that's typical for most people. Most people below 6 hours um, is when it be, you get those detrimental um, issues that can arise from lack of sleep. Now, that being said, too much sleep can be an issue as well. Sleeping over 10 hours actually has been shown with decreased um, decreased uh, uh, life, life expectancy. Excuse me. So you got to be careful, too, with too much sleep. But good eight, six to eight hours for the average adult individual is probably more than enough. And definitely, I think those levels, you should be able to function and have the most efficient uh, way of managing your overall metabolism and your wellness. So get your sleep, guys. Very important if you want to lose that weight. Alrighty. 
Now, the next topic we were going to talk about as far as another thing you can do to help benefit or improve your ability to get some of those extra weight and get those extra pounds off is keeping a food diary. Now, a food diary is something that's pretty simple, but can have very profound effects on your overall uh, approach on how you approach weight, wellness and weight loss. Keeping a food diary is something as simple as writing down everything you put into your body, meaning any snacks, foods, entrees, water, amounts of water you drink, just anything that goes into your system is written down and kept in a log form. Why do this? Let's talk about that more in detail at the turn of the break. We just ran to another break, guys. Again, thanks a lot for listening. We're going to finish up this. We got some more tips for you guys. Very important. Stay tuned. We're going to break more detail on some of these you can do to help yourself lose weight. Back in a bit. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection informative show designed to help you find ways to improve your overall health and wellness through everyday natural ways that you can do right now, actually. So today's actual overall tips was designed to help people get those extra pounds off that they've been fighting to get rid of for the past few weeks, months, or years, or whatever. Um, right now, this is a again, popular season called cutting season. <laughs> people are trying to get those extra pounds shred, if you will. I think someone used a phrase that they're trying to get more tore up than a Trump tax return. <laughs> Silly, hilarious, but corny at all the same time. Either way, um, there's another exciting way I'm trying to tell people, which is not really new, but I'm trying to let people know things that have worked for people. One of those effective ways of getting your overall act together, especially when it comes to nutrition, is keeping a food diary. Food diaries are so important because food diaries actually can help you get rid of one of the biggest problems that many people who suffer from weight issues deal with, and that is mindless eating. Mindless eating is something that we talk about extensively in my uh, book, Next Level Weight Loss 2.0, available again at all sophisticated book retailers. Okay, but mindless eating is something that everyone knows about as well. It's not something I created, obviously, but it's something that I think needs to, everyone needs to know about, and that's the concept of eating and not really paying attention to what you're eating. Other people have a habit of sitting at the table, watching TV, snacking on something, and just have the bag of Cheetos open, just going in, and before you know it, you've consumed literally thousands of calories and not really realize it. Now, there's nothing wrong with snacking. Of course, I mean, I'm guilty of that. I mean, sometimes you'll see something that's pretty tasty, and then all of a sudden, you've eaten four or five times the amount that you anticipated when you open the bag, but it's something that I think people need to be very cognizant of, because that's one of the biggest culprits, and it's very important that um, you keep an idea of what you're putting into your body and how much you're putting into your body. And one of the best ways to do this is a food diary. Now, a food diary is something that's been known a while in the uh, wellness community and something that has been proven and actually looked at scientifically. And one study out of Cornell actually came and showed, um, you know, it was kind of interesting. They actually took a lot of people and they looked at that. First off, they had them recorded as they were eating some food. And then after the uh, meal, they would then ask them in a survey form how much they had eaten. Most people actually ate actually 30% more than they actually thought they ate, meaning they were just eating more. And then when they asked later, they would reduce it saying, yeah, I only had, you know, five pieces of bread when they actually ate eight pieces of bread. 
So people actually lie to themselves. That's one of the issues. <laughs> one of the biggest problems with people overeat, they lie to themselves a lot. That's another thing. Being lying to yourself hurts no one but yourself, unfortunately. And uh, because people do that, I think a good way to keep people honest is make people write it down. Literally writing down everything you put into your body. Now, old school ways, you can just get a little notebook, a little maybe a um, fancy little um, uh, book or so and uh, write down everything you eat and just keep track that way, which is still very effective. Studies have been shown where people just did that as well and were able to lose weight. But now it's 2018 and we have these cool things called cell phones. So you can actually download a very large number of very cool apps that can help you keep track of what you're consuming. Um, there's many good, great apps out there. I've featured a lot of those on my site as well. Um, one of my favorite apps that probably a lot of people are using and I use here and there is called MyFitnessPal. Very, you know, highly popular app available on um, all platforms, actually, at least Android and Apple. You can download this app today. Do it right now, actually, while we're talking. Now, this app is very effective because it can help you keep track of what you're eating. But what this app does that a lot of other apps don't do, at least not as well, is that they actually integrate popular menus of a lot of different restaurants, fast food locales, and a lot of different um, sources of info that they've integrated, including the USDA food nutrition stats, which I go to all the time. But apps like these have integrated into their apps. So you can actually input Apple. I had an Apple, two pieces of toast, a fried egg. It'll calculate the exact caloric content of the food you just ate. It'll break down the calories by <clears throat> where you get it from. It'll be fat calories, carbo calories. It'll break down the components, the cholesterol components. It's, it's really, really thorough as far as how we can break down the, the actual components of the food you're eating. And we'll give you an accurate measurement of what you're consuming. So people who have had significant issues as far as knowing what to eat and knowing how much they're eating and knowing what the best amount of food to be eating, I highly recommend this app because not only will it help you keep track of what you're consuming, it will actually tell you some of the uh, dangers. If you consume, let's say, too many foods and high cholesterol, it will say, A, you've consumed far more than recommended cholesterol, con cholesterol, cholesterol content for the day. Please consider you know, reducing that for your next meal. And that's really what it's about at the end of the day is training people how to get a better idea of what they're eating. Thankfully, um, most restaurants now are putting caloric information on their menus, which is something that we've been advocating for in the health community for a while, while excuse me, and now it's being done, which is great because people are now able to get an idea of what they're eating and how much they're eating of something, and which enables them to keep a better track record of what their overall diet is. And that's really the, the crux of surviving in a society where everyone is trying to force you to eat and taste what they're offering very easy to get overwhelmed and to just indulge yourself to the point of excess. And that's usually what causes obesity, unfortunately. So learning how to keep track of what you're consuming as well as managing those desires so that you're not overdoing it, which can, in the long term, cause you significant damage. So food diaries are just an excellent way of doing that. And it's been proven multiple times to um, help reduce or keep people honest and overall reducing the amount of mindless eating people are doing, which can over time help people lose weight because you're going to not eat so much extra food. <clears throat> so consider a food diary today if you're someone who really wants to do very little of nothing and just start something that's going to help you lose weight. Food diaries by themselves 
can psychologically manipulate you to help you start to eat less, especially if you're a mindless eater, which I know a lot of people are. All right, so another thing you can do if you're someone who's looking to lose weight and quickly, consider getting active. I mean, if you're someone who's more sedentary, meaning you like to sit around a lot, not only someone who likes to get, quote unquote, sweaty, consider doing something that's going to maybe help you burn some extra calories that you're not currently burning. Um, now, if you're someone who's somewhat active, you go here and there to the gym kind of inconsistently, but you don't not really sure if you want to do a formal routine. Um, try taking a class. Um, one thing I tell people a lot of times if you're looking to do something but not really sure what to do, joining a group is actually a very effective way of getting active as well as meeting new people. Um, <clears throat> a lot of classes now that are popular, including yoga um, or different cycling classes or even uh, Zumba classes, things like, you know, that are pretty community-based but still very active are excellent ideas for people who are interested in trying something new but not really sure if they want to go back to the gym and battle with the meatheads for the uh, bench plates and everything else. Um, I highly recommend considering joining a local collective of folks who do yoga. Luckily, I live in a city like Houston. A lot of cool instructors out here who are um, engaged and available and offering their services for fairly reasonable rates. Most cities, you can find a similar group, and I encourage everyone to do so. Meetup.org is a great website as well to find local groups of people who are interested in doing some activities you might be interested in, like sports-related activities, basketball groups, tennis groups, as well as running groups and other physical or fitness-based activity groups that can help you lose weight, as well as meet new people, and over time, maybe form new friendships. So <clears throat> getting active is something I recommend everyone do. Um, if you're someone who's not interested in meeting new groups, but you have a family, consider doing things with the family. Maybe um, everyone goes to the park and run around. One thing I like to do, I have two kids, and I take them to the park sometimes. And I'll run with them, and they'll ride bikes, and you know we'll jump on the playground and everything else. And it's an excellent way to, for bonding as well as getting those extra calories that you may not be able to sneak in um, <clears throat> or sneak uh, you may not be able to get to the gym and burn off. So highly recommend trying to do activities that are active and fun that you can incorporate other people, family members, friends, and so forth. Um, or if you're a loner, just, you know, consider going for a walk or doing things that can help clear your mind as well as <clears throat> if you burn some extra calories. So getting active is something that's really important and encourage everybody who's serious about learning weight and just overall improving their wellness take up today. And lastly, another thing you can do just to help motivate yourself and make sure that you try to do everything you can to achieve your goals is to invest in yourself. And what I mean about this is that if you're someone who says, you know what, I want to achieve this goal, be it weight loss or improving your wellness, one thing you can do for yourself is by putting money on it, as we would say back in the old neighborhood. It's very important that, you know, when you do something, you dedicate yourself to something, you have to put money up. That's something that all business folks no, like you can, people can talk all day about how much they want to do something, how much they want to be a part of something, but people who put their money up are the only ones who are truly serious, and that goes for anything. And that also can be applied to your wellness or walk toward achieving improved wellness and, and health. When I say put money on it, and when I refer to this kind of situation, doing something that will actually cost you real money. Like if I say, hey, it'd be cool to, I don't know, lose three dress sizes in the next six months, 
a good way to motivate yourself would be to go to the store and purchase something that you think you would be able to fit once you achieve your wellness goal. Now, it might cost you a little bit, um, but that's something that's going to make you feel quite foolish if you decide to throw it all away as far as the the walk you want to make because that'll mean that you've actually lost money because you didn't come through on something you made for yourself. So, it's basically another way to motivate yourself so that you can make sure you don't just do things in vain and say things that you don't follow through with. Um, another option or another idea is to pay up front for let's say six months of yoga classes or six months of cycling classes or something that group activity or some sort of personal training regimen or something just put money on it and say you know what I'm going to go ahead and put the money up and pay for these who knows three months of personal training sessions and so that if you decide to flag out, flag out you would then feel foolish for spending that money on something that you weren't serious about same thing about a kid who wants to go to Harvard you know Go to Harvard, that's great, but Harvard costs, what, 50000 a year, I think? Probably more now. <laughs> I didn't check recently. But if you go to Harvard and, and, and goof around, that'd be one of the most expensive jokes you could have pulled on yourself because if you've not got a school that expensive, you, you're going to be paying for it later. Same thing with this kind of concept. You, if you put money down on personal training sessions, let's say, and you don't show up, you know, not only will you feel foolish for not achieving your goals, you would have lost money too. So, it's what we would call hustling backwards in the old neighborhood. <laughs> so you don't want to be doing that, of course. It's not a good way to achieve anything. So ultimately, um, you have to believe in yourself and you have to truly believe you can change. And if you do that, there's really nothing you can accomplish. So hopefully these things can help you out. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, please reach out. I'm at Dr. Barry MD on Instagram. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at Dr. Barry Tech Doc. And of course, you can also reach out at info, oh, sorry, at Dr. Barry at controlyourweight.com. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay tuned for our next upcoming show. We have some exciting shows and interviews on the horizon. Please reach out if you have any questions or concerns. Thanks and God bless.